0: Good morning, everybody. You're tuned into Thoughts by DeVille D.I., and I'm your host, DeVille D.I. How y'all doing, man? Is it cold where you at? Because it's cold where I am. Here in Atlanta, Georgia, we're actually having a two-hour delay on school starting. Because I guess, you know, it may be some ice out there or so on and so forth. So, yeah, kids get an extra, you know, probably extra hour or so of sleep. They can get in before they have to get up and get ready for school and go get their buses and whatnot. But, man, Georgia is one of those funny type of states. Georgia is one of those states to where if if it rains too hard here, they'll do a delay in school or cancel school altogether. People freak out when anything falls out of the sky in Georgia. If you're in Georgia, you know it's true, man. Yeah, you know, I'm talking about you. I've actually seen people, witness people, refuse to send their uh, kids to school because it was raining too hard. And I guess they didn't want them to have to go to the bus stop in the rain. Now, back when I was in school, from first of all, living in Ohio and North Carolina, we went to school in the snow. We walk, I remember walking in snow up to my knees to school or to the bus stop. And then when when I moved to Georgia... I moved to South Georgia, and you know, close down to close to Florida, it rains a lot, and so I remember, I remember going to the bus stop and just pouring down rain, and my mom just gave me an umbrella and was like, here you go, <laughs> and that was it, but I, you know, people freak out around here when, when, when anything falls out of the sky, <clears throat> excuse me, oh man, something else is interesting going on in Georgia around here, man, uh, Apparently, news is reporting that Georgia has the AIDS, HIV rate of a third world country. Yep, Georgia, the state of Georgia, Atlanta, Georgia, not Georgia, Atlanta. They said, I think they said downtown, I know they said downtown Atlanta, but I can't remember the country they referenced to. I think it was like Zimbabwe or something like that. I don't know, but they basically compared downtown Atlanta's AIDS rate to the AIDS rate of a third world country. They say it's that bad here. Now, of course, me, I went looking for some numbers to back that. And only numbers I found was it stating that there was 35,000 people in Atlanta with AIDS, living with AIDS. But that might have been for Georgia. I'm not 100% sure. Don't quote me. But either way, they said that, you know, it's just an epidemic. <clears throat> Here, but I was the number the numbers that I was able to locate was from like 2015 2016. I wasn't able to find anything like current, but you know maybe I didn't look in the right place. I didn't not gonna act like I just spent hell of time looking for the numbers. I probably spent five ten minutes Google searching and trying to find anything, and I didn't find anything that was current, but. I just think that's crazy. They say that, and then in the same news report, they said they have this medicine. I think it's called Pre. That they're saying they're suggesting that everybody, you know, should be taking. Even if you're in a monogamous relationship, you should be taking this Pre to help you help prevent you contracting the AIDS HIV virus. Now, I'm skeptical of anything anytime someone says. Everybody should be taking this hands down, you know, something that was made in the lab. Because that kind of, uh, it just wears me out, man, for them to just like, yeah, no matter, you could have been with a partner and been with this partner forever, and it's the only person you mess with, but you still should be taking this. And I'm like, why? Why? I feel like this could be one of those scams from Big Pharma trying to, uh, railroad us into this, because I, I had never heard of that before. Well, I ain't going to say I hadn't heard it before. I had heard about it, matter of fact, a couple of weeks ago. You know, someone that I know uh, mentioned it to me. And, um... But I don't see no reason why just everybody should be taking it. And they, they made sure to let it be known that you can get this whether you have insurance or not. So... You know, we live in a society where a lot of times fear is used to promote and push certain things on us. And I'm not just gonna sit here and take your word for it, and just automatically start taking some medicine every day. Let's say you take it every day, like birth control. No matter what you know, no matter what you got going on, you should 100 percent be taking this medicine every day. I'm not buying it, people. I'm not buying it. I feel like either it's a, uh, a plot to where they, you know, they came up with this medicine and they thought it would be more popular than it is. Then it, yeah, and then it is. And now that it's not selling, they're trying to find a way to promote it and push it. Or, you know, it could be something in there that they might just be trying to get us to voluntarily ingest. I don't know. I mean, you know, people be like, DeVille, you you tripping me. You think that the government is really just out to get us. And I don't, I don't per se think that the the, the government's just pure evil and they're out to get us. But you got to remember, too, that there's the Tuskegee experiments. You got to remember the uh, smallpox blankets. You know, it wouldn't be the first time that something was pushed on us that we didn't necessarily need for uh, the, the purpose of experimentation. So let's not act like it ain't never happened before, but it is what it is. I'm not taking it, and I'm not suggesting that anybody around me take it. I ain't telling you what to do. I'm just telling you what I think. I'm not taking it, and I'm not suggesting it to anybody that I know that, hey, you should take this. If you decide to take it, I mean, take it, you know that's on you but as for your boy noop noop not going to do it now let's get into some right quick let's get into the uh thoughts by the DI section of the uh, of the podcast where if you're not familiar cuz i just introduced this yesterday the thoughts by the DI section segment or rather of the show is where i take suggestions from the audience uh, of things that I should speak about, or things that they want to hear my opinion on, and I basically just tell you what I'm thinking. I tell you my thoughts on whatever particular subject that people pick. Now, once again, you can uh, contact me via Twitter, Deville underscore di. You can contact me on Instagram, Deville underscore di. You can call in on Anchor. You know, if you or go over to Facebook to the Thoughts by Deville di podcasting page that's on Facebook and message me there and we will get to your topic. I'm talking about we I keep saying we like I got a studio full of people just over here running to and fro making sure that I put this show together man but either or today's topic there's a video that went viral of some teens quote-unquote bullying uh DoorDash delivery guy and someone sent me that and wants me to give my thoughts on it. And so that's what I'm going to do right after this break where we acknowledge my sponsors. Okay, so let's get in this. As I said, the topic of the th- thoughts by Deville D.I. Deville's thoughts today that was suggested by the audience was the viral video that's going around of the teens bullying a. Uh, dash door, was it door dash, door dash delivery guy. So just a quick breakdown of what was in the video. If you didn't see it, um, it was basically, uh, delivery guy. He appears to might be, he could be special needs of some way. Um, I don't know what, what the special need would be, but he, he, he could, it could just be anxiety I don't know, but he just seems a little different, and um, he's out there working, delivering for DoorDash, and these teens are saying, you know, apparently they didn't. They ordered some McFlurries, and he didn't have the McFlurries, and his reason for not having the McFlurries were that the machine was broken. How... <laughs> Yeah, you know, McDonald's, you ordered McFlurries from McDonald's. When have you ever ordered Flurries from McDonald's and the machine not been broken? You, you tell me that right there. But I digress. So they ordered McFlurries. He, of course, couldn't provide the McFlurries because he said the machine was broken. So these kids are like, I need my McFlurries. I ordered McFlurries. I paid for McFlurries. I need the McFlurries. So he's trying to explain to them that he doesn't do the refunds. Uh, DoorDash will refund them their money, and they're just not, trying they're kind of, and see this is the thing that bothers me the most of it, was that it's not, it, it wasn't like they were bullying in the sense of like they were being threatened, really, threatening really, they was kind of like making a joke out of the guy, you know, that they, they were recording it, and you know, it was kind of like they were, they were just having fun. With the fact that this guy was was, you know, uh, uh, having a bad reaction to to this confrontation, I guess, is the best way to put it. He ends up paying them, you know, the four dollars out of pocket, which he shouldn't have had to do because, you know, from what I heard, I've never used DoorDash, but from what I heard, if something's missing, you have missing items out of your order, it's a a section on the DoorDash app or whatever that you can go to and. Get your refund, and they'll refund you because you didn't get whatever the items that you were supposed to get. So, video was short, you know, and he gives him the money and, and, you know, I guess gets up out of there. It was ironic that somebody actually suggested this video for my thoughts because I saw the video, I believe, it was it yesterday or the day before? No. Okay, yesterday was Monday, so it would have been Sunday. I saw it Sunday. It came down my Twitter feed, and actually another guy commented that said he was a cousin of the young man in the video, and he was like, you know, please don't uh, bash my cousins. They're in the sixth. My cousin, he's in the sixth grade. He didn't know no better, yada, 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 yada. So what I think is that was definitely... Not the thing to do, you know, Um, first and foremost, that's not the way you treat anybody in the customer service, feel any delivery man, whether he was special needs or autistic or whatever, whatever, you just don't treat anybody you know, in that fashion, when they're delivering something to you, or even if you're in a restaurant or you're in a store, you just don't treat people who are serving you that way, it's just, it, it it's just, you know, it's corny, and what's even corny is the fact that you decide to record it and make a, uh, you know, try to get laughs and giggles out of the situation, you know, and I'm pretty sure them being kids, they'll probably say, you know, we, we were just playing with the guy, yada, yada, yada. But it's a difference between, you know, messing with somebody, joking with somebody, and, you know, just, just, just frustrating or irritating or poking fun at someone, you know what I mean? Because if it's a joke at some point. The second party involved needs to be let in on the fact that I'm just playing with you. You know what I mean? I'm, I you know, it's not that serious, bro. I'm just goofing off. But there was none of that. Now, so I think that definitely they actually, uh, I don't know if he started or someone else started, but there's a GoFundMe for the guy. I don't know it, but there's a GoFundMe and he raised. His goal, the goal was to raise $400. He got well over that. And the guy's not even claiming the money. He says he's going to donate all of that money to charity. But the fact of the matter is just we as, we as adults, we have to put more effort into teaching these kids and raising these kids up to be more respectful for people. Because I, I, I'm pretty sure I don't want to put, be too uh, some assuming, you know, but. I'm pretty sure these kids looked at it like, "Oh, this is just some delivery guy. We are gonna mess with him." I used to back in the day. I used to deliver pizza. I delivered for Hungry Howies and I delivered for Domino's back in my day, and you know, sometimes you would, for the most part, people were cool. You bring them in their food, long as you're on time, you didn't take a long time, you know, they're cool about it. But you would occasionally run into just a butthole customer who was just going to make your delivery just just as worse, as bad as it can be, you know. And I never really let it bother me too much, you know, because at the end of the day, it's like, okay, it's whatever. That was five minutes out of my life that, you know, I'm not going to let that ruin the whole rest of my day, the whole rest of my night, because I still got work to do. And I hope that this young man didn't let that ruin the rest of his day or discourage him from working and, you know, getting that uh, DoorDash money. But, yeah, man, th- these these kids, these young guys, they need to be, somebody needs to sit them down and just, you know, give them a, a lesson on respect and how to respect people and how you to handle people and how to handle themselves, is what's missing, man, you can't, everything's not a joke, and everything's not funny, and that just shows the, the era that we're living in right now to where anything, anytime you encounter someone, you have to remember that they might be trying to get some clout or some fame off the interaction, everybody's walking around with a camera nowadays, and, you know, they'll flip it up real quick, and Next thing you know, you're viral. We have to be aware with that, aware of aware of that in the day and time that we live in. Man, it's it's crazy. But I do think, I think it's corny that people actually try to get a little bit of notoriety for just being buttholes to people. Man, it, it's it's not cool. It's not cool at all. And then what's equally lame is that, like I've seen videos. On YouTube, and this that are just very harshly bashing the young men at the same time. Now, yeah, they were wrong, but it's the same thing when people are trying to gain clout by coming to quote unquote, coming to the defense of the victim. At the end of the day, a lot of these people aren't really as passionate about what they're saying, uh, trying to defend the guy who, uh, you know, was victimized by these young men because he was victimized by these young men. But a lot of these people don't really care that much, and it's clickbait for them. It's like, you know, they're doing it to, you know, to, to, to get them views and them likes and them clicks. I wouldn't even, you know spoke on it if i wasn't asked to because like i said i saw this video it's tuesday i saw this video sunday and i didn't mention it in my in my last episode but like i said we're doing a whole new i don't gotta explain to you you understand why i'm talking about it right now but hey like, that was my thoughts on it and y'all didn't come here for that maybe you did because that's the new segment deville's thoughts Thoughts about the bill, whatever you want to call it, call it whatever makes you happy. But that's just a new segment that we're that I'm adding on to the uh, to the show, where you can, as I said, send me any topic that you like to hear my thoughts on, and I'll give it to you. But we're gonna have to get into some of this morning discipline. Still, I can get y'all up out of here. I know y'all ain't got all day. You got things to do. So the morning discipline for today is actually gonna be a quote that I found on Instagram. Um, I don't know exactly who to give the the credit for it because under the caption, you know, it says that it is reposted from Echelon Front, but in the caption, it also says, here's a reminder from Jocko Will Inc. So I don't know who is actually responsible for the quote. But that's where I got it from. If you're interested in knowing the original authors, you can, you know, look into that and figure out who actually said it first. But I saw it and I liked it. And here it goes. Curse the warmth of the bed. Curse the comfort of the pillow. Fight the temptation of weakness. Get up and go. Do it quickly. Without thought. Do not reason with weakness. You cannot. You must only take action. Get up and go. That was dope. It hit me in a special place because I have this thing going where I have a vision board. And I write things that I'm trying to do and things I'm trying to accomplish. Or things that I am going to do. Things that I am going to accomplish. I write it on this vision board. And one thing that is constantly up there. Every time that I achieve what's on there. And I erase it and I rewrite, you know, my new uh, goals. One thing that has stayed on that board for a while was master the morning. I'm trying to master the morning. And what I mean by master the morning is to be able to, you know, arise at the times that I I tell myself that I'm going to get up so that I can get things done in the fashion um, that I want to, because a lot of times I'll like this morning, I struggle with that. I have my alarm set for a certain time. That time came, I woke up, I used the restroom and I was excited and, uh, proud of myself because I was awake and I was fully awake. I didn't feel groggy or anything, but you know what I did? I got back in the bed cause it was cold. So I got back in the bed and I was like, okay me warm up a little bit, then I'll get to moving around, because I was waiting for the heat to kick back on, and then I would get up, but I end up going back to sleep, and I woke up, maybe, uh, I'm gonna say like an hour later, I woke up, and it didn't really interfere in my day, and what I had going on, it just was not what I wanted to be, and see, what I was doing was the complete opposite of what it was saying in this quote, right? What it says is, do not reason with weakness. What I was doing was reasoning with my weakness. I told myself, even though I, I I had told myself not to go back to sleep and I was wide awake, I convinced myself that, hey, get back in this bed, in this warm for a few minutes. The heater kicked kick back in, then you'll get up and you'll get to it. And I end up going back to sleep. I reasoned with my weakness. I taught myself out of making that move. We have to start looking at that bed as a negative thing in the morning. Whatever morning is for you. Some of y'all come home. Some of y'all get off 11 or 12 o'clock at night. So morning to you is, you know, Maybe two or three in the afternoon. But either way, did you look at it. You have to start cursing that bed in the morning. You can love it and respect it at the night when you come home and it's, everything is done. It's time to lay it down. Love that bed right then. But then when that morning comes, when it's time to get up and get at it, curse that bed. Do not become friendly with that bed, that comfort. Because it is stopping you from accomplishing So many things. Everybody knows somebody or has been the person who has had a whole day planned of what they're going to do. And just got in a comfortable spot and didn't get out that spot for the rest of the day. Excuse me. We've all been there. We've all been through it. But what I'm trying to get across to you is we have to build the discipline. To be able to say, okay, the time is now, because I guarantee if that boss man, that company that you work for says you need to be there at eight o'clock, you will get up in time to be there at that time that you're told that you have to be there when you're not given the option about it. So why, when it comes to ourselves, we have more respect for these outside entities than we have for ourselves? When we tell ourselves we're going to do something, we won't honor the the, the, the pack and the um, instructions that we've given ourselves. We'll talk ourselves out of listening to the rules that we set, but we'll just go all willy nilly, abiding by everybody else's rules that they've given us. We've got to start listening to ourselves, we got to start mastering this morning, we have to be disciplined in our waking, just like we're disciplined after we're awake, that waking up part, we got to get a good start to the day. And part of that good start is getting you a good breakfast up in you so you can get out there and get shit done. Remember to be the reason somebody's motivated to masturbate today. Either way, you made a difference. Thank you for tuning in to DeVille Di Thoughts by DeVille D. I love each and every last one of y'all. Like I tell you, every day. Now, if you want to, if you got the feeling that, hey, Maybe you should uh, support this podcast or you want to support this podcast. My cash app is DI. You can drop a couple dollars in there. I ain't going to be mad at you, but I'm out of here, man. Peace. Wait, do me a favor. Can you do something for me right quick? Have an amazing day.